We are live out at Certix for the Holiday Spectacular. We are here collecting toys for Ronald McDonald House. Anytime you come by Certix, you can bring a new unwrapped toy. We will make sure all those toys get to the families and the kids in need at the Ronald McDonald House, which really, that is the joy of the season, right? The giving? It is. It really is. And, like, we, uh, a couple friends and I had you know, go through different organizations and adopt a family. And then I think the fun part is shopping for them. Oh, yes. I love this idea. And I miss it this year. And I was just heartbroken because I just love the idea of like thinking about what some kid might want and just being the Santa who can deliver that. Yes. I don't know. I think that's an amazing and awesome thing. So think about that today. Go out and shop for a kid that you may, you know, that you don't know and find something that maybe sparks some joy in you and then bring it here and drop it off at Certix. I would also say, too, like, don't forget, like, the Salvation Army downtown has new toys. Oh, they do? That are super inexpensive. They basically get all the Target, Costco, Walmart overstocks. They had a lot of toys there that would be great to pick up for Toys for Tots or just uh, if you are shopping for a family or if you know of a family in need that needs to get gifts. They were very inexpensive and they had okay. all kinds of stuff there. I was just there yesterday. Huh. I always go there looking for dishes. Yes. And, you know, different cookbook things. And they were just full of toys. That's awesome. Yeah. So don't forget about them. Okay. Okay. So we are in the part of the show where we tell you two things that we're obsessed with this week in the top two and hour two. Give me the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now the weekly dish presents Top Two, Top Two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two with him, with him. All right, Miss Stephanie, we are going to start with you. Okay, so one of the things that I always, you guys always send notes saying, where should I go for a group gathering? I want to take the girls out. I want to go meet people. You know, we want to go do a thing. And I have to tell you this week, I was at Hot Pot. Love Hot Pot. Jasmine 26 on Eat Street has um, opened up this year as a Hot Pot restaurant. They've been closed for a long, long time from COVID and everything else, and they kind of came back. And I'm not kidding you guys. They installed all these tables, these fantastic tables, and they are basically now a Hot Pot restaurant in a very cool way because it is singular Hot Pot. So normally Hot Pot is where it's like in the middle of the table and it's a communal thing. This has still got a communal vibe, but you get your own you get your own burner and your own bowl. So you don't have to share the juice with right. anyone else. Right. So you can mess it up. Like for me, who likes really spicy, like this is perfect for me because I want it really spicy. I want all the meats and all the things in it versus someone who's like maybe vegetarian or someone who yeah. doesn't want noodles in theirs. And so I really appreciated the fact that it was each their own special thing. There's a tables of six you can do there. But then and then there's all the stuff is in the middle. So you're still sharing ingredients and saying, ooh, put these mushrooms in yours. Yeah. You know, try this. 
And I just have to say, like, I just thought about it as far as I, I literally thought I should have like a girls night and we should go to the hot pot. Yes, let's. So it's on each street. It's right across from uh, Little T's and Black Forest. It's right there. And it's Jasmine 26 hot pot, you guys. And I, they're just in their fan- and their cocktails are outstanding. Okay, this is exciting. I know. Because remember, we had a, for someone's birthday, we tried to do kind of a similar experience at a different place, and yeah. it was not good. Yeah, that's the thing, is that I think I just have to say that I vetted it, and it's really good. I'm great. The, the ingredients are great. The family, the Trong family, who has owned it for 40 years, yep. fantastic. And they made us, like, a, they had a really great whiskey drink that I just can't even remember what it was, but it was so good. But it was, I'm just saying that it's it like, and they have, you could do 20 people there. Like they have a big long banquette that you could do 20 people. Okay. I love that idea. Isn't that fun? Yes. Okay. So okay. that's it. That's so my first one. We've been talking a lot about cookies today. I want to tell you about a local company that is making a cookie box and they are stellar looking tasting, presented, beautiful. It is the Nosh and Gather cookie box. This is my friend Liza. She owns a catering company and her box is fantastic. It has 50 cookies in it. They're all different varieties. So it's like having a cookie exchange, but you only have to just buy this one box and pick it up and you don't have to deal with the friends part and the fighting about what's in the cookie exchange box. And (laughs) is this a good cookie? Is it not a good cookie? (laughs) Did you assemble? Did you bake? Liza's going to do all that for you. They're all homemade, and it's just, I, I every year I see this box that she does. She sends me a picture, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. So it's Nosh and Gather cookie box. You can get it now. Go to her website at noshandgather.com. You can order it, and then they have delivery, or you can pick it up. They've got two options. That's amazing. I love it. Okay, so my second one is actually going to be scallion oil. <laughs> Fine, I love it. I know because I just have to say that it was. Par- I served it at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I did it on my uh, my um, I did it on my stuffing mix. But I want to talk about how you make it because it's really simple, and it was shocking how simple it was to just basically take. I mean, I did six bunches of green onions. That's you need a lot. Six bunches. That means six little packets, not like six in a bunch. I know that there's going to be questions about this. Six little rubber banded bunches, and I threw them into the Cuisinart, and I just blended them up with uh, with uh, what two cups of grapeseed oil. And grapeseed oil is great because it has a high flash cooking point, so you can you know it's not going to like smoke so early. So I did that, and then I just basically blended it until it was very beautiful and green, and then you and then I cooked it. It for like a little while over medium heat so that they separated the solids and then you strain the solids out. You have this really vibrant, beautiful green oil and it's so flavorful. Your house will smell like scallions. But here's what I did with it with the stuffing, which I am eating it. I'm making remaking the stuffing because I it did not work in the bunt mold, by the way, because I forgot to put the egg in. Oh, I wondered about that. I know. I haven't talked about it because it was a fail because I couldn't, because I forgot to put the egg to bind it. So it basically was just stuffing in a bunt pan. It was bread in a bunt pan. <laughs> but I have been eating this like plain because if you soak a bunch of, I basically tossed sourdough bread in hunks with the scallion oil, black vinegar, sesame seeds, and what's called gomamasio, which is a sesame seed uh, seaweed salt. And that I put in little chunks of bacon in it. Oh, my God. I've been eating it, and I'm making it again because it was so good. And I just put fried eggs on top of it every morning. Okay. I like that this idea. This is so good. And then I just stuck it in, and I toasted it, stuck it in the and then stirred it around, and it's amazing. So, But the scallion oil is also the key to this to me because it was so fragrant, and it's so light. And it, so it really delivered this, like, boost to this dish. And I just kept thinking, like... 
I'm going to do so many more things with scouting. We're underusing just generally like infusions and oils because Ellie did a sage oil for like this ravioli thing that she was doing. And there was about a quarter cup of it left in the refrigerator. And once I found out what it was, because they always leave me weird little experiments. And I'm like, what is this? Why can I have this in my fridge? Yeah. We used it as part of our dressing. Yeah. And it just the the way that it flavored in a different way or another way than just the herb itself. Yeah. Like if you're layering flavor, I and I'm like, why aren't I doing more like infusions and oils? And I know because they're really easy and quite delicious. Yeah. So that's it. So it's good. Okay. What's your second? My second one happens to be sitting next to me. Uh, it's not the man himself, but it is <laughs> Loon Liquor Company. Hold on for that. Uh, we're going to do a segment with them next. But they brought us their old-fashioned. It's in a bottle. It's ready to drink. It's all complete. It is made with their wheat whiskey, their cedar leaf syrup, and cherry and house-made ar- aromatic bitters. That Everything in here is made here. It's all made at their place at Loon Liquors. You can find this at Certix. You can find it um, in your local liquor stores. But I am... I have converted slowly but surely over the years to yeah, be way more become. of a bourbon and whiskey drinker. You have. You've you've just basically we primed the pump finally. You did, and it took a while. And I'm not. It's not for. I'm not for all of them. No, you're not gonna ever sit with me. I don't think and have like two fingers of you know like. You might a, be surprised. Really? I might. Like Your a smart ne- select, maybe. And yeah. Two fingers of a neat. Like I a nice hot whiskey that you just kind of sip on. Oh. I need one ice cube. And That's fine. That's fine. I, yes. Maybe. Maybe. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, but I'm also doing, um, like I'm making cocktails at home with whiskey, which I never would have. Yeah, done. you are doing that. That's true. So uh, I'm excited about this old fashioned. I do like a ready to drink whiskey drink because I feel like whiskey is, a, uh, I'm not comfortable mixing it really because right. I don't know a lot. Right. I'm getting better, but hey, I wanted to shout out something uh, as a gift idea. I don't know. Are we going to do a gift show? I think yes. we have to do one next week, maybe. But oh, I wanted to shout out. Okay, so I have this. I'm wearing this really weird pin that I got at at Hunt and Gather. But I wanted to remind people that Hunt and Gather. What I love about that place, besides spending like booking an hour just to wander that place, is that when I think about giving someone like a bottle of something, like giving them a little old fashioned mix, there's some great vintage glassware pieces yes. there. Like just picking up two highballs to to deliver with this yes. is like a little gold flecked thing with like coins on it or whatever is such a leveling up. It just gives it that one personal bit that's sort of like you know that they're going to think of you every time they use it. I love. Yes. And so. also like um, the linens and things that you oh, can have, find in some of these vintage shops. They have so many serving tools and silver platters and Love. vintage plates and beautiful things. I basically, yeah. I want to go there right, right now when I we're bought, done here. I bought a teak uh, cool ice bucket there. Oh, that's nice. I'll show it to you later. Yeah, I'm going to love it. Okay, we're going to okay. take a break. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. We'll be right back with our friends from Loon Liquor. Fall on your knees. Oh, no. There goes your hamstring, your quads won't engage, and your back feels twice its age. Your arms are like string beans, you break a sweat putting on jeans. Are your muscles trying to tell you something? Join the Y. If you join in December, you'll get February free. Yeah, no, we we got it. Join at ymcanorth.org. We are live at Certix. It is the holiday sale at Certix. So many fun things. Thanks for everybody that has come out and visited with us today. It has been a blast. 
Okay, now we are with our friend Mark, and he is from Loon Liquors and also from Minnesota Distillery Distillers Guild. Guild. Yep. Not a distillery. Mm-hmm. That would imply one. Right. There's many. There's Minnesota so many distillers. that we have a guild. Think about that statement. Yes. Now, Mark Schiller, you are here. You've brought a ton of Minnesota whiskeys <laughs> and, yeah. and liquor with you. And it's fitting that we're in Certix, right? Mm-hmm. Because as a 90-year-old retailer, they have supported a lot of the Minnesota-made folks. Yep. So tell us what you have going on this holiday season. You brought us a couple of cocktails. And- yeah, I've got probably too many things, but you know <laughs> that's that's just how we do it. That's how it so, goes. But first, thank you so much for having me. It's on. a blast. Really appreciate yeah, it. No, yeah, we're it. we're repping the Minnesota spirits. So today we've got a variety, a nice variety here of Akavit, a little bit of rum. We've got a bunch of whiskey. Uh, and then we've got a couple of different cocktails that we infused in it that are just that holiday time. You might have a little bit of cranberry left over for Thanksgiving, ready for a, an Akavit Cosmopolitan. I totally did that, yeah. except I did whiskey. But I mean, oh, I did. I, I basically shook my cranberries with, you know, a little bit of uh, leftover whiskey. cranberry yeah. sauce. Absolutely. And then I strained it. It was great. So good. I know. So good. I know. One of the mm-hmm. things that people like when you when we started this show, I mean, however long ago, 15, we are seeing so much great Minnesota liquors and spirits. And we're seeing a lot in the aged categories now because you guys have been doing it a long time. Yeah. The Distillery Guild, what do you guys like do as a group for all of these people that participate? Excellent question. Yeah, so there are now 30 distilleries as part of our Distillers Guild. That's a lot. Uh, and, you know, um, what we do is we work together to promote each other. I love it. You know, we're a nonprofit. Nobody gets paid right now. Hopefully we can change <laughs> that. Um, but right, we came together uh, for this micro distillery passport, this Minnesota micro distillery passport. So it's just $15 guys, online. You guys, stop for a second. One, yep. five, $15. 15. Yep. You get at least, what, 15 cocktails in here, it's, two for ones? Yeah, 28 different deals all over the state. Buy one, get one free drinks, uh, discount on merchandise, um, all kinds of deals all out, all over the state. Reach you know, all the way up far north, yep. up in Halleck, all Halleck, the way down to, to Rock Filter, Spring Grove, and oh. everywhere in between. And there's also a buy three, get one free. Yes. So perfect stocking stuffers. It pays for it. If you're just doing it for yourself, it pays back like one trip, one drink, maybe yeah. even two. Yep. And we've been using that yeah, money good. then to push into more promotion, more events. I love it. Uh, hopefully this year. And then also legislation because, Huge. you know, you got to keep pushing. Yeah, we've got some very old archaic laws and, you know, we're just whittling away at it and, you know, using that money to to grow each other and grow the industry because we're up against a lot of money. You know, these big national distilleries have tons of money, tons of flex, uh, and we're we're just small micro distilleries trying to grow one another. And just think about this. If you come to Certix and you buy a bottle of, say, the old fashioned that I just mentioned from Loon Liquors. 70% 70% of the money stays at Certix, which is a local company. Then that money also, because you bought a local spirit, stays in that company. So it does make a huge difference. Just thinking about like, yes, you could go to another national chain and maybe you could even save a couple bucks, but not always. Right. Mm-hmm. You can find good deals at your local stores and supporting your local people is like supporting your neighbor. It's supporting your teacher of your kid's school. 
it is just it's such an ecosystem that's so important and i don't want people to forget about that during the holiday season Mm -hmm. no thank you so much for that and i'll just even take it a couple steps further you know a lot of the small micro distilleries are using grain and agriculture sourced directly from them uh, where they would have to supply a middle person now they're you know the distiller many of the distillers are sourcing directly from the farmer yeah. giving them a premium uh, and then also a ton of us are supporting uh, local packaging companies so many times the labels are printed in Minneapolis or the cardboards out at Minnesota Corrugate and Eastern Minnesota I mean we're our supply chain runs so deep into it that you don't see a lot of the other benefits right out the gate. You know, we're just the shiny faces on it, but we've got a pretty local supply chain with many of us. And everything is so unique too, right? Because mm-hmm. you are, you're giving someone a unique gift that's only from Minnesota. It's grain to glass in many cases. Many cases. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's super great to support local. I just can't underestimate that. And how do you guys find as far as like educating the public? Do you feel that people have gotten more you know savvy as far as as understanding like local and what you guys are up to and and supporting you and finding their brands within you yeah great question thank you um so i think the the customers just starting to get a little bit more educated i thought it was going to be as soon as the distillers hit it everyone would totally understand but there's still a lot of people that don't know what Akavit is, right? Which is the most basic definition is caraway infused vodka. Um, so think <laughs> rye bread, right? Um, but then, you know, a lot of people don't know how vodka is made or how whiskey is made or how rum is made. So they're finally starting to branch out to these different distilleries and asking them the really great questions. Yeah. How did you ferment it? Yes. You know, where did you source that from? Oh, vodkas and and gins and and whiskey can be made with different grains tell me about that you know you got the wonderful work of far north up in Halleck doing you know Mike heritage grains up there like nobody's business it's same thing with rock filter um, and then uh, black frost new on to the you know folks but that's Jace out in New Ulm uh, and Sarah and crew Uh, and redhead creamery is getting into the spirits game absolutely yeah they're making liquor with cheese whey uh huh uh huh. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. That's spectacular. It's like a byproduct of their process, and they're like, we can ferment and distill that, yeah. you know, and oh produce like God. a creamy spirit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think everybody's just taking it, you know, to the next level, next level, and next level. And now you've got many distilleries that are that are turning ten years old this year, this, this coming year, and next year. So the whiskey, the rum, you know, starting to get a little bit older. Um, and I, it, yeah, and that's the thing exciting. is, I think when you think about how the liquor industry was kind of held captive by you know other people for so long by the big nationals, like we were never allowed to distill, you know. Mm-hmm. And now that the micro, so you never knew, you didn't understand because you just bought it off the shelf. But now that we have faces behind it, now we have, you know, we have locations and we have a connection. People, families. We're all getting smarter and better. And like, it's so much more vital and vibrant of a scene. Yeah. We can thank you guys for that. Absolutely. It's the Minnesota Distillers Guild. If you're interested in more information, we'll put a link on our Facebook page to the micro distillery passport. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going in our stockings. I know that. This hot buttered (laughs) rum, by the way. Yes. He, you guys, Mark just made us this hot buttered rum. I'm just telling you, it is so good. And I have the recipe and I'll post it on the Facebook page later this afternoon. Absolutely. One of you has had Having a little bit of Jay Carver out of Waconia, and the others having a little bit of 10,000 drops out of Faribault. I'm Love trying that. a little bit of Obink, new onto the scene. New so, onto the scene. Yeah, we're just, you know, just trying it out a little bit different. And we, there is complex, you know, differences, differences. even with a, with a lot of places.
Keep her in there. Pick them all up. We'll Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Buble. To look a lot like Christmas. It's too high for me. Uh, <laughs> we're getting the don't sing hosts. That's very oh. irritating and annoying. Okay. That's fine. No, there's a reason for that. Not to sing. I don't mind you singing. Oh, but we're on broadcast. There'll be a delay between the song you're hearing and your voice so it doesn't match over the air. Okay. Well, thank you for that engineering tip. <laughs> Well, fine then. You know what? You Sing. learn you learn something new every, every day. Wow. It's every not day. like we're professional broadcasters. I mean, come on. We're weekend broadcasters. That's right, friends. Weekend at Certix. We That's are here right. until 11 o'clock today. Uh, the next crew has come by. Everybody's getting their Love, Joy, Bloody Mary, their yep. little breakfast on a stick. Yep. There's quiche. There's hummus. There's all kinds of samples happening throughout the store. And the cocktail kits that we talked about in the first hour uh, we just got done talking about all the local spirits that are available here. And we were talking about brunches earlier. Yep, yep. I did go to the Baltimore brunch. The champagner? I did. The all-you-can-eat-and-drink situation? And I was so impressed because, first of all, I do love a brunch buffet. Like, But it's not a buffet. It isn't. And I didn't really know that. Oh. So it was like a different elevated experience than I even expected. And I think that's why I liked it. Oh, okay. I love a brunch buffet. Yep. And this is not that. What it is, though, is it's an all-you-can-eat situation, but you have all of these choices of smaller plated items that felt really like, wow, this is special. You know what I mean? I can order anything on this menu, including the scotch egg. And, you know, one egg comes to your table, but it's garnished. Every plate looks really pretty. The drinks were great. There was a lot of delicious mocktails. Mm -hmm. So I had like an espresso martini, but prior to that, I had a couple of the mocktails and then I had a glass of mimosa. It was just lovely. It's all decked out. It's very pretty. Also, the service. Like, you they, know. It's a dedicated room. So what they do is they put you in a room, in a back room, and it's like that's, and then it, it happens. Like everybody goes in and it's like, and it is now brunch. And then they kind of whirl around the room and they kind of team captain the room and you have a server but they're also like everybody's watching for everybody you feel very taken care of and it's not like like when i finished something but i only ate like half of it i was like oh and they're like oh no it's okay it's great right. like would you like us to bring you this next thing i didn't feel like i was gross or i was ordering too much stuff in fact they encouraged me to order like i got two desserts I got a peppermint um, cheesecake, which was fantastic. Oh, that was so good. And then a profiterole that had like a chocolate cream in it. And it was just super nice. Yeah. And the table next to me, I would say we only went with two people. Four to six is probably ideal because I couldn't eat as much as like my stomach. My eyes were bigger than my stomach. Yeah. But if you're with a group, then everybody can have a bite of this or a bite of that. But there was steak and eggs. There yeah. was pasta. There was pastries. There's there was desserts. Tons of options. So very lovely. I liked it. And that's at Baltimore, and it's a set price. So that's also what's great. You just pay like, I don't remember how much it is, but. I think it was 90. Okay. Which is ridiculously affordable at this point. Considering, yes. Considering how much of, food that yeah. goes across your food and drink, which mm -hmm. goes across your plate. And I had a good steak and eggs. Yeah. Okay, great. It was delicious. Um, are we talking you... brunches? Is yeah. that what we're doing? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, uh, if you're looking for a holiday brunch, uh, Pinstripes, which is a chain, but they have a really cute holiday Santa brunch. Yeah. And they do it on the weekends. So there's a lot of dates that you can book. And you can bowl while you're there, and you can play games with your family. If you have grandkids or you're looking for fun stuff to do, the Pinstripes Holiday Brunch, I think, would be fun. 
Okay, that's fun. I like that idea. Um, Meritage had a, I was just looking on their site. I know that they're doing another holiday brunch. And I know that they just did one, but they're doing one, I think, with the kids. And I can't find. I couldn't either, Stephanie. Oh, I looked. shoot. Okay. I'll find it. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. In the meantime, what else you got? Uh, well, you have the Manny's uh, game day brunches, which also is kind of a special thing. You did that. Oh, okay, because <laughs> it's really great. So here's the thing. Uh, Manny's, who isn't normally known or open for the brunching scene, is doing game day buffets. Oh. And they are doing um, it's family-style brunch or buffet. There's a couple of different options, and it starts before the Vikings games. They have a forty nine ninety five for adults, all you can eat, or kids is nineteen ninety five, and this is Manny's, right? So this is no slouchy food. This is prime, prime rib, rib, shrimp cocktail, chili, roasted vegetables, Fisher Farms ham, yeah, everything super delicious. And they've got it coming up uh, on Christmas Eve day before the Lions. So if you've got friends in town, wow, yeah. So Super Christmas fun. Eve is there's a big football game on the Christmas Eve. Is it and it's here? I guess it is. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the sports ball thing all nope. dialed in. No basically. loss. Um, yeah, uh, and I just and we were talking about uh, the Hell's Kitchen earlier today, but they have uh, the Hella Dazzle. Of course, it's all decorated and stuff, but they do a great brunch. There's always you know the Manoman porridge and the lemon ricotta pancakes. That's also a great spot to go for brunch. Um, just getting through here. What else you got? Um, I think <laughs> I'm just laughing for lots of reasons. Okay. Uh, also looking at, um, I was going to see if Macy's has their Santa brunch cause I think they do. I didn't remember that I put this in here, Stephanie. Oh, that this is technically my category. Yeah, this is yours. So I'm, <laughs> if I sound like I'm a little flamuxened, it's true. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was my segment, not yeah, yours. Yeah, this is your segment, and I'm just waiting for you to have all these sparks. I was Christmas bars, your Christmas brunch. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, who else has a Christmas brunch? Anyone, anyone with Christmas brunch. All right, let's talk about recipes if you're going to do a Christmas brunch at home sure. then. Because that's also very important. Because okay. I do think that Christmas, like having... Uh, I think that it is a worthy holiday gathering. If you are like, we were just talking how we couldn't make cookie party happen any other day, but <laughs> last night, and it's because we are all so jammed up already. Our calendars yes. are sort of grade. So I wanted to make sure that like you understand a holiday brunch is a great idea. You know, it's actually a very easy way to entertain. That's my point. Cause you only have to make a couple things. Yep. So I have a whole list of brunch recipes. One of the things that I make at brunch that is a huge hit, and you can have it in a crock pot or bring it to a big potluck, is these sausages that are with rosemary and an apricot glaze. Oh. And you can like put them in the crock pot and thin out the glaze a little bit with just a little water, and they sit in there and they stay warm. And I know that doesn't sound awesome, that sausages are sitting around staying warm in <laughs> apricot glaze in a crock pot for brunch, but it is super delicious. Yeah. Um, also, you can just like make like one quiche. Yeah, you could have like you I can make pick a up quiche scone. here. You could. You could pick up Cerdic's quiche and like oh, you guys so pick it up the night before, heat it up in the morning. There you go. Then all you have to do is make small things on the sides. Okay, make the, a salad. Here's another fun one. Okay, so at Thanksgiving, I bought those Rhodes dinner rolls, yeah. and then someone brought rolls, so I never made mine. You make those in a bunt pan with nuts and the caramel of brown sugar and you make like a monkey i made a salted like caramel a monkey, monkey bread. bread yeah yeah so i'll put that recipe up that was a really good one and it looks just so pretty and, and like then, pull apart yes. is that what you're saying you okay. pull apart the little balls yeah mm -hmm. 
That's always good, too. Uh, I also think a, like a French toast situation is not as hard to keep warm as you think. You know, you don't have to make it a la minute. Like, if you have a bunch of people, you can make your French toast and then you can put it in an oven warmer, like in your pan, in your oven, and you just leave it at like 100, like 200, and you can just let it sit there and then take it out. Also, um, isn't bread pudding just literally like French toast? Pretty much. So you can just put it in a 9 by 13 and then have like but a I blueberry like having, sauce to pour over. Yeah, I always think that like sometimes I get a little bit overly like everything mushed all together into one thing. <laughs> Gets a little bit much for me. Like, I love you with your egg bake, but sometimes I need a break from egg bake. Oh, I can't even ever say that because I don't eat it enough. I, I, Do I, you I, eat egg bake that much? No, but I'm just saying like sometimes it's like, oh, right, we're going to have egg bake. And so... You I know just, what you do instead? Gravelox. Well, I, or I mean, separate. I, that's what I'm saying. Is like I, I want it to be like I want a French toast singular so that I can do what I want with it. I don't want it to have to be in there with all of your nuts and apricot glaze and all the <laughs> yada yada. <laughs> so, Guess who's not invited? Yeah, I'm gonna get your apricot glaze and raise you one and raise you one. But I do think there's a, there's like I think people get scared about thinking like oh I can't make breakfast like. It's so funny. You make dinner for people like as it goes and like, but for breakfast, it's like, wow, well, I have to have put it all in addition, have it hot. I can't make eggs. You can make eggs. Yeah. You can make beautiful. You know what else is a great? Like as everybody sits down, you get into the kitchen and you do a quick scramble egg and you top it with some salmon caviar and some fresh dill. A little That's, crumb fresh. Yeah, a little crumb fresh. That's a beautiful or here's a better one even like get some of the lump crab meat, you know, that's down at Brookie's or whatever. And put the lump crab meat with your scrambled eggs, and there you go. Okay, but you can make those en croute. So you can have the little ramekins. Oh, I love that. And you can have your individual egg situation. You could top it still with crab if you en wanted to. And chives. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> I'm what like, is... how are you going to wrap it in puff pastry? Oh, that's en croute. See, how thank are you God. wrapping your eggs in puff pastry? On, say it again, on cocote. Yes. <laughs> She's dying. <laughs> dying. Um, cocote. But C- coddled yeah, eggs. Ramekin Or eggs. shired eggs. Yep. Sheared. Are they not shired? They're sheared? They're not from the shire. <laughs> They're not hobbit eggs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you can't have 11 Z's and second breakfast. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is just one of those even. days. One of those I days. Just, this- Oh, don't die. Don't choke. Anyway, I so can't even, I'm laughing so hard I cannot breathe. Brunch. Okay, the Shire eggs. <laughs> From the Shire. You know what? It's time for a break. I'm coquette. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with the rest of the show. Oh. God willing. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weekly dish.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I've caught my, my breath. We've stopped laughing. I'm going to make shired eggs for only Stephanie March. Wait a with minute. little frisé, which will be the little feet of the Hobbit guys. Shared eggs. Shared, Shared eggs. Shared eggs. <laughs> Shared. Shared eggs. Shared eggs. Shared eggs. All right. Okay. Uh, Stephanie, I do want to tell you about one other thing, and I know this is your segment because I thought the last segment was yours, but this is actually yours. We we like <laughs> parcel these things out on a grid, and then I Dude, forget it's what the I did. End of the show. Yes, exactly. Which is usually <laughs> Stephanie. Okay, I did do a podcast that just released yesterday with Elise Showstrom and the gal from Cheese Grotto, Jessica Sennett, about a Lucy, little Lucy Brie special oh. edition that's got the herbs de Provence. Get out! Yes, and I have one for you. Oh my god! And I forgot to bring it, but we also have. I'll br- I will bring it because okay. I also have a twelve pound raclette for Stephanie. That's true, and you need to bring it next week. And we have Shepherd's Way Farm yep. has brought some cheeses for us today too. Um, so check out that podcast because it's really fun how they collaborated and made a special holiday edition of this little Lucy Brie. Oh my god, I love the little Lucy. I know you do, it's and a I super fave of mine. Promise, I'll bring it to you. Okay. Could- Go ahead. I do want to shout out uh, Shepherd's Way, you guys. I wanted you to know that uh, Jody and Steve sent us, let us have a, a a little box of their perfect cheeses. I think from Shepherd's Way. There's Burr Oak. There's Frisaga, which you love. The Big Woods Blue, which is just a standard bear. Yes. Um, and then the Hidden Falls, which is of course that beautiful, sh- you know, like creamy sort of uh, buttery one. I love these guys. I just a note that you know that this is Certix was the very first store that ever carried. Shepherd's I did not way. know that because it's such great cheese. 25 years ago, Frizzago debuted at Certix. Oh, that's so, so great. I wanted to shout that out because they're so grateful for Certix. We're so grateful that they like gave it, they brought it to the city so that we could then have Frizzago. And they've introduced so many local makers. Like we just talked about all the spirits from the Distillery Guild. Yeah. It is what drives this store. It is what drives our hearts. It is supporting local, shopping local. All of you going to all these markets today. Yeah. It, it makes a difference, and it's so good to see everybody getting back in the swing of the things. It was really hard for the makers during COVID when they couldn't get in front of customers. Yeah. So, so it's nice to be back. Yes. I know. All right. There's. I want to make sure that you guys know, it's, speaking about local supporting local, here's a really fun thing. If you haven't gotten your tree yet or your wreath or whatever, B&J Evergreen Tree Lot in St. Louis Park, which is not too far from you, just down off of Oak Hill. It's right across from Park Tavern. They're local growers. They're just a local tree farm, and they're selling at St. Louis Park. Here's the deal. You can bring your receipt, once you buy your tree, across the street to Park Tavern and get a free pitcher of beer or soda. Oh, Isn't that fun? Fun, yes. I love that idea. And so I just think it's so fun to just be able to – it's like supporting each other. You know what else you can do? What? Because this is what we're going to do. Because <laughs> Kurt already bought a tree. Yeah. And uh, let's just say the Charlie Brown tree. You didn't approve of the tree. Might be an improvement. Oh. It's real. Rangy? It's just Rangy. the skinniest. Sinewy? 
littlest, smallest, crinkiest thing. But I'm not complaining because I didn't have to buy it and it already has the lights on it. So we're stuck with that. And I He put the lights on it or you bought it with lights on it? No, he put the lights on it. And I came home and he kept thinking the branches were going to drop. Oh. It never did. So it's like seven inches across. Right. Um, Which is fine. It's an Arborvitae Spire. Oh. So uh, instead, I'm going to go to that Christmas tree. I'm going to pay it forward for the next family. Oh, okay. And I'm going to take my receipt and And I'm going to go to... Yeah, that's exactly right, Stephanie. And we're going to laugh about the year we got the crappy tree and what we did instead that's nice. I love that for you. Because I I want to complain about the tree, but I can't because I feel bad. Yeah, you can't. at least helped me. Right. No, you can't do that. I know. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. I like that. Um, So we talked about markets and things happening this weekend. Uh, The No Coast Craft Arama, one that we both love. You and I love that market. It's at the Midtown Global Market today. It was last night and today. Best thing about that is, of course, you can eat and shop at the same time. And you can get that beautiful Moroccan food. What yes. is the name of that place? Moroccan Spice. Oh, that place is so good. I think that's still open. And Manny's, you could get a Manny's Torta. Get a Torta. Okay. You can go to, I mean, there's so many great little spots. There's the Arepa Bar is there. You can do all sorts of stuff. And I just think it's great to shop and then a snack and then shop and then snack. But they've always had very cool artists. Yeah, there, the I feel n- like. North Coast has been No Coast. What is it? The No Coast okay. Craftorama. It's awesome. Right. Uh, also today in St. Paul, the Grand Meander is happening. So if you want to head over to St. Paul and you want to walk up and down Grand Avenue and they've got specials in the stores, you know, like uh, Red Rabbit, Emmett's Public House and Billy's have drink and food specials. They used to have a soup contest. I don't think that they're doing the soup thing anymore. But nonetheless, it's still a great way to like be able to walk in between shops and, and they've got Good specials and stuff on going on. Good things on that street, right by yeah. down by the Lex. I know. If you go into the Golden Fig, tell them that the Stephanie's sent you and, and go to say the, hi to Lori. And go to the Golden Fig because there's so many great things there. Um, Christmas in Germany, I want to shout out the Germanic American Institute today in St. Paul is having, like if you've ever wanted to go to one of the Christmas markets, of course the Union Depot has a great European style Christmas market, but the Germanic American Institute has opened up their entire house. They've decorated it stem to stern it's gorgeous inside. They've got a lot of uh, German ornaments and wood things, which is like, for me, I'm looking for those to like supplement the stuff from my mom and to give to my kids. And uh, they have a big old outdoor tent with Glühwein und Spätzle und haben It's very good. Along those same Stephen lines, <laughs> the Scandinavian market yes. is at Udapils. Oh, yeah. And I was just there last night. I bought some Scandinavian ornaments. If you're Scandinavian, Norwegian, Danish, Swedish, white people, they're, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> they have, like, all that stuff. All the Nordic. Yes. I love that. Um, and I wanted to shout out one other quick thing uh, was that Wyzetta's Chili Open, which is happening in February. Okay, but this is a hot ticket. It's a hot ticket, you guys. It always sells out. Are you going to host again? I am going to be doing chili in my very inebriated way as normal. <laughs> Um, I'll be a part of the Chile uh, judging team. And then, um, but the theme this year is 1984, which I think is hilarious because yeah, you could go all Orwell or yeah, what's well, supposed to be born in 84. So you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be like things from 1984. So I was wearing lace leggings yeah. that were ripped in the Madonna style with one glove with a whole other arm full of jingly bracelets yeah. and vintage dresses. I'm hoping it's going to be warm enough so that people don't have to wear hats because I would really they like to see a lot of bangs, like really tall, <laughs> like the claw bangs. I want to see high hair 
and like teased like you know you Iron could pull Maiden. out your claw bang to you rest could. up against the fur collar right. of your lined hat i do also want to see turtlenecks with the necklace dangling outside of the turtleneck which is happening right now oh is it yes that is a fashion that is happening right now i am not even kidding you i saw it the other day and all i could think of was the video Something in a box. Oh. From Saturday Night Live oh, right. with Justin Timberlake. I'll just let your mind go there yeah. and leave you with that little memory. There is uh there is that. There is that. Remember the, what they were wearing? They were wearing mock turtlenecks. Yeah. And they had the necklaces outside. Yeah. Mock turtlenecks are back too, by the way. No, Matt bought a turtleneck for Thanksgiving. He bought <laughs> one on Amazon, an orange one, and then wore it with a tweed suit he found at Goodwill. I love it. That That's was his, hot. That's that was stylish. his Thanksgiving outfit. It was pretty was pretty great. Very hot. Very hot. Very hot. Very hot. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So, and then there's some restaurant news we should talk about quickly. Please. Um, we want to let you know that Malcolm Yards has announced who they are putting in at their market. It's going to be Mr. Paul's Po' Boy and Jams. They're going to have a whole Po' Boy, gumbo, slushies, mini donuts, all that kind of stuff there. And then Revival Smoked Meats is the other kiosk opening up. So, so excited. excited. Yeah. I mean, like, literally, that's the place where I go from my office to Malcolm Yards to have, like, meetings that I don't want to have in the office. Well, and Kurt's excited. We could go to Edina and go to the little shop there, and we have. But he's like, oh, it's going to be at Malcolm Yards. That's so much better. Oh, yeah. No. He loves their po' boys. He's obsessed. Oh, they're so good. They are really, really tremendous. Um, and then letting you know that Gia, which Joe Seddon and Lisa Wangler, who are the two chefs who were out at, they had Gia out at Sovereign Estates this summer. And uh, they popped up there, and then they kind of finally got their kind of all their ducks in the row. They are taking over the lease for Cave Vin, which is next to Pizza Lola, and they're rehashing the whole thing. They're just like they're making it really. It's got good bones. There's not much that they're doing yeah. just decor wise, but they're going to really open a uh, rustic Italian restaurant. And here's the thing that I was thinking: Italian is kind of big right now. Like I think in 2024, we see we're seeing a lot of it. I think they're the only two female-led team opening an Italian restaurant. I'm all for it. And I think they're the only ones in the city running one. And Italian, I mean, hello. I know, I know. You guys, Certix, come shop their holidays. Drop We've your had such a blast. Off. Thanks for supporting Weekly Dish. Thank you, bring everybody your, who showed up. Woo-hoo! Yeah, bring your presents to Ronald McDonald, or bring them here for the Ronald McDonald house. Yes. We had a blast today. Thanks for listening. Thanks, babes. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.